0: Oh yeah. There it is. Love hearing it. Just takes me to my happy place. It takes me back. And now,
1: something completely different. This is Shug Jordan, coach of the Auburn Tigers. Say woo! No, no, no! No, no, no! no, no. It's pronounced Jordan. Yes! 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 <laughs> This is Suge Jaden, football coach of the Auburn Tigers.
0: It's pronounced Jordan. Welcome into another edition of IPJ. My name is Rich.
1: Yeah, I'm Jeremy here. And you know who I am. That's say right, my name. That's right. And say Shug's name. Yeah. That's what we're going to be talking about. Oh, it One is? One of the things. It's kind of a little two for action.
0: Oh, I like it. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. So um, let's just jump right into it. Let's do it. So the other day, you know, the whole point of this show, or at least with the name, the kind of the joke, the wink, was that the concept. It's pronounced Jordan.
0: As opposed um, to.
1: As opposed to, like, the promo has Jordan, which most people would understandably think. Sure. Michael. I'm sure you there are other people named it. Jordan. Right. If right. you if you see it, you you would think that outside of an Auburn context. Yes. Uh but of course the whole joke is that, you know, it's well in Shug's mind. It is uh, what are you talking about? It's Jordan. That's that's just how you pronounce it, kind right. of a deal, and that's the thing. So it is pronounced Jordan. And he used to joke, uh, or at least once he joked, and I thought it was a great joke, that he was like he would say it's pronounced Jordan like the river, as if the river Jordan. The, most people say the Jordan River, the country the, over there, right. Jordan River, where our Lord was baptized, Yes, Israelites crossed, the Promised Land, the Jordan, right? It uh, That it was Jordan. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah, that it was Jordan, right? That that was the whole deal, that that was the joke and everything, right? Well, so somebody sent me the other day a thing on Twitter, something, a photo. John Will Rice, right? He's like, O to the M to the G. Check this sweet action out, and it was a photo of the uh, the Methodist hymnal. What what is this thing called? Like the Living Hymnal, the Methodist whatever it is, uh, the United Methodist Hymnal. Right now, this one was from 1989. The copy, the published date for this okay. particular book. All right, uh, and it was a uh, it was flipped, Turn with me, if you will, to page 724 in your hymnals. Right on Jordan's stormy banks, I stand. Right, okay. Now this song was written by Samuel Stinnett, big time hymn oh, writer. Oh, Sure. Everybody knows that. Seventeen hundreds. Yeah. A big fave of the Methodists and the their camp meetings. He was a something Baptist and um some or a seventh day Baptist as opposed to a seventh day Adventist or something, right? Anyway, great guy, nice wig, uh great tunes, sure. Classic hits. And uh so he wrote this great song. You've heard it, right? On Jordan stormy, that's not how it goes exactly. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. I think that's the one. I haven't. Looked, I think that's the one I know. On Jordan storm, that, that has to be what it is, okay. right? Anyway, it's a classic. It's one of the big sure. ones, and uh, the Methodists loved it and everything. So he wrote it, the the uh, the the music and uh, the words and everything. So 1787 is when he wrote this thing. Okay. Now I don't know exactly when this asterisk. Was added at the bottom, but I am going to tell you what this asterisk says. Okay, there is the asterisk is after the word Jordan, right on Jordan's, and it says, "Pronounced Jordans, Jordans, stormy banks." I stand. Whoa! Now what's happening here, Rich? Whoa! Now you tell me what's going on. So you are saying I am that- saying that, and I don't know if this was just <clears throat> some rando Methodist, maybe one of Shug's. Relatives in Selma who happened to get hold of the uh, well, you know, the, he, the hymnal publishing gig that year. He was Catholic. Well, he was Catholic, sure, but you never know. And and I'm sure like the good coaches of our area who go and or you know patronize various churches and sure. denominations. Even saw Bruce Pearl at it Church of the Highlands sure. the other day, right? Yeah. Perhaps he went. Who knows exactly? Or did Samuel right. Stennett was this actually once upon a time uh for this word or was this one of these weird you know kind of things you'll him like a a yall or a word gets rolled together yonder i don't know was it just something like that that they thought that the jur the er sound rolled with the stormy bank you think Joris Stork's the same I mean, sound
0: d- does anything else in the song uh rhyme? no there
1: are no other asterisks
0: uh, no i'm wondering if anything else would rhyme with jordan better than jordan in no, the song no like burden
1: no i'm not or... even seeing anything right right exactly <clears throat> could it be something like that exactly right. yeah right uh, i'm not seeing anything on jordan slash jordan's stormy banks i stand and cast a wishful eye to canaan's fair and happy land Right, where my possessions lie, I am bound for the promised land, I am bound for the promised land. Maybe it isn't that all other ground is sinking sand song well, Maybe. either way but you're right, there is nothing. Way, either right way, it.
0: it gives uh, two hundred years of precedent, sure sure that, Don't that that this this was and 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 Sammy was from where
1: do we know England he was from the old country the old country. I, I think <clears throat> well, pretty much everyone around here back then was right so right exactly so i don't know exactly or when was this added if this was some weird little methodist little uh, idiosyncratic denominational thing that for whatever reason who knows i can't find an actual recording of anyone singing it this way but if you are a wesleyan in 1989 you better be getting on board with the pronunciation. Yeah. Especially if you're an Auburn fan. So for exactly. all you Auburn fan Methodists out there, let's make sure there's no slip ups. Yeah. Let's make sure you teach your uh, your young, pretty intern for ESPN if she's a Methodist.
0: Exactly.
1: Let's teach her the right way to say it when she gets her big chance for the little ESPN U sideline promo gig. right before a big game against Jacksonville State. Yes. okay, let's make sure she gets that right. I like that. and uh, and, and so because there is a lot of thing there and, and, and there's another I don't want to name any names, but there's another uh, a big uh, Auburn personality who uh, insists that the Jordan is really just some sort of southern drawl um, you know a, a vestigial, Kind of thing that grew up in the black belt kind of a deal that it's actually Shug in his mind is saying Jordan as if he would say Michael Jordan or something like that. Now, granted, I have grandparents who have similar uh, accents. We, you, your mom turning water into multiple syllables, all that kind of stuff, right? Not just the two. Bed
0: is a three syllable
1: word. Right, 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 right. And that kind of stuff. But he's not he's not saying that like in no. his mind like that's not what it is. If he saw Jordan, he would say Jordan, right? He wouldn't say Jerd. Like,
0: like Borden's milk wasn't Burden's milk. Exactly,
1: exactly. Right. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Right. And now I have, my grandfather says, "Judge" as opposed to "Judge," but at the same time, that's just a weird. That's yeah. it's a it has nothing to do with that. It's not.
0: But he doesn't say "Furge" instead of "Judge,"
1: right? Exactly. So you. it's not it's not that, and I'm just saying this was a weird little thing that goes along with all of our weird theories and our weird. Um, I think it gives us.
0: I think it gives us a little bit of backbone. Sure. I think it gives us some
1: gravitas when right. we come
0: to the table and say, "No, it is pronounced Jordan."
1: Yeah. Oh, Mister Musburger. Let me drop a little theology on you. Yeah. Apparently, it
0: was good enough for a 18th century songwriter. You know. Theologian slash songwriter, right?
1: Exactly. Are you going to tell him? He's good
0: enough for the hymnal.
1: You going to go to his grave and flip him off? Yeah, I don't think so. No. But that's what you're doing every single time. Apparently, it's exactly right. Anyway, okay. So there's one little thing I just right. found that interesting. Okay. So now let's go to um a story. It's it, we're still staying with Shug. Okay. And let's let's stay. I let's like keep it. it right there. In the bullseye, yes. I'm talking fast, not yes. making a lot of sense, but at the same time, it's just how I roll sometimes. Okay, we all know that John Heisman, Oh, <laughs> we all know that John, Johnny H, yes. was the uh, the first coach, and since he was a former Auburn coach, then that's what we're going with, to suggest a playoff system. Yeah. We talked about this once upon a time in the old sure country did. and everything. Sure did. Um, now, we're going to go with what Shug thought about Oh did, oh, did he have thoughts? Just weighed in because this whole the whole issue had been around for a while, especially when you oh, had really? undefeated teams like in 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 uh, in '71. Actually, you know, Auburn's uh, undefeated up until the Iron Bowl. It's Pats. It's his Heisman year. Bama's undefeated. They're playing. I think uh, Nebraska. We were going up against Oklahoma, kind of a deal. It's one of these one of these teams is going to have a one loss. There was an issue coming into it. Then sure. it had been around for a little while. So I'm just going to read a story. They asked Shug, uh, an AP guy or somebody, asked Shug, and then Oklahoma's coach at the time, Chuck Fairbanks, to weigh in on the possibility of this uh, on on bowl game Eve. Okay. Right. Coming in because people are always talking about the mythical national championship sure. and it's subjective in a sure. sense and yada yada. Sure. So I'm just going to read this story here. Okay. All right. Let's see. Uh, the the uh, This is from new Orleans. Now Auburn coach, Ralph Shug Jordan and Oklahoma coach, Chuck Fairbanks agree that any form of national playoff system for college football faces several critical problems, problems, which may outweigh the solution it would provide. All right. So it's talking about the, uh, the orange bowl coming up twixt Nebraska and Alabama, Nebraska, slaughtered him. Pretty good team that year. And uh, so, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't like the proposals, now Shug says. Now, the proposals, some had said a 16-team to 18-tournament or even a 16-tournament. Uh, the arguments inevitably include the fact that 20 other NCAA-sanctioned sports have had such a playoff system. Shug says he doesn't like the proposals. The closest I can figure it, the playoff, would mean three or four more games. Now, that was one of the objections, right? Right. Having to play all these games. Sure. Now, so this is – but in Suge, in its classic way, he lays it out a little little more um, colorfully.
0: And you have to keep in mind, this is back in the days when we were playing 10 games a year. Right. There was no conference championships. So right. He played 10 games in a bowl right. game. Right,
1: and, and Suge wanted them in the afternoon, and he <clears> wanted <him> them <throat> on grass, and he wanted them right. on the campus. Yeah. He didn't want this crazy stuff. He said, take a team that plays an 11-game schedule and maybe goes to Hawaii for a gravy game to make it 12 right now he's talking about here nebraska that year and apparently taking just a weird little vacation game to go play hawaii or something right right um so he's taking a little little shot at them yeah if you add four games at 16 why not go to professional football and just forget about semesters and quarters and the like because in his mind school comes first yeah Uh, A student athlete. Exactly. In addition to the scheduling program, both Jordan and Fairbanks pointed to the widely divergent climates in which the games would have to be played as a drawback. Basically. And believe it or not, once upon a time, this was a big issue. It was like that the Southern schedule needed to be pushed back because it was too hot. That Northern teams had like an advantage uh, because then they would be able to. It was a weird thing, like sure. hundred plus years ago. That actual the, the the geography played into a team's um um you know abilities or even the capacity to to
0: it was it was a strange like, thing. And apparently, sure, like sure, Nebraska is good because they don't they don't begin their season when it's ninety eight degrees exactly, and, right? It's, it's,
1: it's that that kind of thing, right? Interesting. So apparently, this idea I still that, go like, by that. By the so way, so a Yankee team may be coming down here to play. Something might not have the advantage, you know, because they'll be hotter. I don't know. It was kind of a deal. So it's just interesting that even at that time, it was still uh, around. Uh, Most of all, both coaches defended the present postseason bowl system, saying the bowl games had made great contributions to college football and would be put in jeopardy by a playoff system. I am in in inalterably inalterably opposed to anything that interferes with the bowl structure as it now stands, said Shug. Bowls have made a tremendous contribution to football, and I don't say this from the standpoint of a school that has gotten rich from the Bowls. At that point, Auburn had not been to many Bowls, even in our national championship year. Probation and the like, right. unfair though it was. So uh, we'd been to, I don't know. Maybe so so he was against the Bowls? Five or six or something.
0: I mean, no, no, he, no, he, he was pro-Bowl. I mean, he was against the He the was playoff. against the
1: playoff. Thought it would threaten the bowl system. Right. Thought it would threaten the the student-athlete mentality, make it just too much for the guys, what's going on, just call it pro football and be done with it kind of a deal. So uh, anyway, I just thought I would throw it out there. That's fascinating. It is fascinating. You're welcome. So I, that's the this episode of It's Pronounced Jordan.
0: That's, that's good stuff. Well, that's good stuff. And I don't know that I disagree with it.
1: Yeah, you know, I get the whole thing, but at the same time it was almost fun being – Oops. It yeah. was almost fun. The annoyance was almost like, it gave you something to gripe about. Sure. Oh, my gosh, Amy. Eight course, at the same time, well, 83 still is, gets me. The so. thing
0: is... We, we gripe about, it doesn't matter what you put in place, you're still going to gripe
1: about right, cause it. Right, because wasn't there the whole thing with Ohio State or whatever a couple of years ago? whoever Whoever's not in the
0: top four now, whoever number five is, is complaining about being left out. Right. so
1: Well, there we go. <clears throat>
0: Good stuff as always. It's pronounced, Jordan. Jeremy Henderson of the com Rich Perkins, a ride in a jeep.com, weekday mornings on Wings 94.3, locally in Auburn and Opelika and online at wingsfm.com, The Rich and Jeremy Show. That's it.